0: In the alley behind the Crystal Palace, a bulky figure in a black cloak approached a man wearing a clown's mask. The cloaked figure's hooded face was hidden behind what looked to be a fencing mask. Okay, Senator, we were the last ones out, the apparition said. The rest of the customers are gone. The staff just left. The place is empty. Chrysalis is in her office with Downs. The quiet voice sounded female, which meant that the Patty persona was in charge of Oddity tonight. Greg's understanding was that the Joker had once been three people, two men and a woman involved in a long-standing love relationship. The wild card had joined them into one being, though the fusion had been incomplete and fluid. Shapes humped and shifted under Oddity's cloak. Oddity's body was never at rest. Greg had once seen it without the concealing fabric, and the sight had been disturbing. It, or perhaps they, since Oddity always referred to itself in the plural, was constantly undergoing metamorphosis. Patty, John, Evan. Never entirely any one of them. Never stabilizing, always struggling against itself. Bones creaked, the flesh bulged and twisted. The features came and went. The endless process was agonizing. Puppet Man knew that best of all. Oddity gave him the emotional nourishment he craved simply by existing. Oddity's world was a wash of pain, and the trebled matrices of its mind were quick to shift into black, sullen depression. The only constant of Oddity was the strength of its malleable form. In that, Oddity surpassed Carnifex and perhaps rivaled Mordecai Jones or Braun. Oddity also had a great loyalty to Senator Hartman. After all, Oddity knew that Greg was compassionate. Greg cared about the Jokers. Greg was the voice of reason against fanatics such as Leo Barnett. Why, he was one of the few who ever asked Oddity about itself, and he listened sympathetically to the long tale of the Joker's life. Greg might be a gnat, but he came among the Jokers and talked to them and shook their hands and then kept his political promises. Oddity would have done anything Senator Hartman asked it to do. The thought made Puppet Man wriggle with delight inside Greg. Tonight, tonight held the promise of being delicious. Puppet Man was tired of playing it safe, even if Greg was not. Greg forced that hidden personality into the recesses of his mind. Thanks, Patty, he said. Through Puppet Man, he could feel a tinge of pleasure at that. The individual psyches and oddity liked to be recognized. You know the rest? Oddity nodded. What might have been a breast, pushed sluggishly at the left side of the cloak. I'll watch the place. No one gets in or out but the two you told me about. Simple enough. The words were slurring as the shape of the mouth altered behind the fencing mask. Good. I appreciate this. No problem for you, Senator. All you ever have to do is ask. Greg smiled and forced himself to clap Oddity on the shoulder. There were sliding things underneath. He suppressed a shudder as he squeezed slightly. Thanks again, then. I'll be out in twenty minutes or so. The gratitude and loyalty radiating from Oddity made Puppet Man laugh inside. Greg adjusted the clown's mask as Oddity leaned against the back doors. They groaned, a metal chain snapped inside. Greg strode through the sagging doors and into the club. We are closed. Chrysalis was standing at the door to her office with a nasty-looking gun in her hand. Behind her, Greg could see Downs. You were expecting me, Greg said softly. You sent me a message. He took off the clown's mask. Even without a puppet's link to the woman, he could sense the mingled fear and defiance in her. A bitter metallic tang that roused Puppet Man. Greg chuckled letting a little of his own nervousness into the sound. "'Why so uncertain?' "'That should be obvious. Even with the information Video fed us, we don't know everything. Gimli didn't trust Video enough. He didn't let her see everything. They have whatever it was Kahina and Gimli had. "'And you have me.' Greg had planned it well. Video had been a wonderful pliant puppet for years— Yet even with what she'd managed to funnel to him, even with what he'd garnered from government intelligence agencies and other sources, he was still grasping in twilight. A misstep here, and it might all be over. Greg had always been cautious, had always sought the safe path. Recklessness was not something with which he was comfortable. And this was reckless. But since Syria, since Berlin, it seems he'd been forced to choose this path. Sorry I couldn't make it during your business hours, he continued, his voice nearly apologetic. I felt your meeting might be too private for that. Good. Let them think they're negotiating from strength, at least for a bit. You need to know what they know. Chrysalis lowered the gun. Muscles expanded under her transparent arm and across her chest. The dress she wore did little to conceal her body. Red lips that seemed to float on glassy flesh pursed. "'Senator!' she said with that breathy fake accent that Greg disliked. I assume you know what Mr. Downs and myself would like to discuss. Greg took a breath. He smiled. You want to talk about aces, he said, especially ones who are, so to speak, up the sleeve and who intend to stay that way. You want to see what I might be able to do for you. I think it's usually called blackmail. Oh, that's such an ugly word. She stepped back into the office. Her lips tightened. The horror show skull eyes blinked. Please come in.